Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. I peel yourself off the mat Monday here. I'm Jeff DeForest along with Mike Luby Lubitz. Very happy to be with you. Uh, very happy to see the growth, the just tremendous roll of momentum that we have going here with the uh, morning briefing. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in. Uh, not uncommon, I guess, uh, going back, what, probably maybe 25, 30 years ago, uh, when you were doing sports talk shows or any kind of sports casting, you almost had to become some kind of uh, medical phenom mm. and be able to understand and dissect noticed a pun there, dissect uh, various things about injuries in sports, which, of course, we knew nothing, right, Luby? I mean, uh, you see a guy gets injured, you can kind of make a little bit of a judgment. Oh, okay, that looks like it could be an Achilles, which is always a kiss of death, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like getting the big C. Yep. Uh, Achilles injuries usually uh, very, very debilitating and uh, going to keep a guy out for a long period of time. The ACL, not as bad as it used to be. Torn meniscus, okay, guy's going to be back in a couple of weeks. But we used to always have to make these uh, diagnoses as if we actually knew what the fuck we were talking about. And uh, it became a little bit of a problem because if you didn't go out there and make some kind of comment, then, well, you know what? He doesn't know nothing. Man. This exactly. guy, I'm not listening to him anymore. And uh, all of a sudden, I mean, uh, unless you were Dr. James Andrews, you, you pretty much had no chance of nailing the thing uh, correctly. And uh, the speculation was much worse than uh, it just not answering at all. And, and then it became this way for psychology in sportscasting, uh, Luby, and one of the most, I mean, this is just, just as disturbing a statement as you could possibly make if you were trying to assess a situation with an athlete or how it's going to impact the team or the game itself. And uh, that was when you would say something along the lines of, and, and you're trying to justify Kyrie Irving uh, in the slam dunk contest. And, and before <laughs> he gets going, he's reading a copy of Mein Kampf right there on the bench. And then, uh, you know, he's going to dunk like a ball with Hitler's picture on it. Yeah. And uh, people would justify that and brush it off and just say, that's Kyrie being Kyrie. Exactly. One of the dumbest statements that you could ever make. In other words, you don't want to call the guy a blatant flaming asshole. You, you just, uh, you know, they're going to go, well, no, that's just Kyrie being Kyrie. They did it a lot with Floyd Money Mayweather, did they not? That's just Floyd being Floyd. Never mind that he came from the most dysfunctional family background this side of the Manson family. Yeah. That should not factor into the equation of trying to figure out where exactly this guy's uh, kind of troubled head is at. But you were just uh, brushing, yeah, that's just Floyd being Floyd. Never mind that a couple of people got shot there and three people died. It's just Floyd being Floyd. Awful kind of stuff. And uh, this is kind of disturbing because it's going on in America right now and on a couple of fronts. On a sporting front, we'll get to that in a second, but, I mean, if you think about it, has anybody gone out there and bought a, a pair of those Donald Trump Converse All-Stars, <laughs> which he now says is endearing him to uh, the African-American community. That and getting arrested. Because Both of those things made him feel at home in in the hood. <laughs> is this not singularly amazing? Luby, I don't care. You can go ahead and vote for Trump. I'm not even going to get into that anymore because those arguments became almost nonsensical to have with people. But, uh, you know, you have a guy that was recently found uh, complicit uh, to the point where he's going to have to dole out about $80 million in a sexual assault on a woman from 30 years ago. There have been any number of cases raised and uh, accusations and assertions made that, that this was not a singular uh, incident that uh, he has reformed himself from and distanced himself from and uh, turned his life around in that regard. Hardly uh, seems to be the case. 
Then he's standing up in front of a largely black audience and basically telling people, hey, you know what? The fact that I'm almost a criminal makes me just like you guys. They love me. And you're thinking, this is, I mean, of the zillion of people that could be possibly candidates for president of the United States, this guy might win. After uh, the complete shambles that he made of the uh, office before, where, I mean, think what you will. I mean, uh, did it not end in total catastrophe, people? I I don't care what side of this thing you're on. Uh, The people crawling on the wall of the Capitol building on January 6th, uh, I would have to say things became a little bit unhinged. And you would assume that most people would come to the conclusion that no matter what, I don't care if I'm making more money. I don't care if gas is a dollar a gallon. This guy is not good for the position. You would, think. you would think that that would be a logical assumption, but uh, that's not the case. It's singularly amazing that this guy's rolling to the uh, nomination for the Republican Party, and probably you're going to be in there in a dogfight against, let's face it, a somewhat senile uh, Joe Biden. Hey, Joe, what day is it? <laughs> I got Tuesday on my calendar here. Okay, you're president. It's hard to advocate for either side. It really is. But uh, I, I would choose uh, almost anything over the lunacy that we experienced uh, four years ago and may well experience again. Amazing. I mean, that, that this guy is gathering votes from women, from black people, from anybody, from Jews. I mean, uh, it, it's surprising with, with all of the things that he says. Uh, does he not appear to be a, a man who is completely unhinged? No, oh, yeah. He's like, what God, do you mean? That's the funny fighter. thing is, like, Biden's uh, senile. Don't get me wrong. He stutters uh, the whole thing. He's old. I haven't fought any of that. But it's not like Trump doesn't do that. And then it's worse that when he when he fumbles over himself, he says very racist, very small minded racist statements in front of a large audience of African-American people. Like you feel at like me because you're arrested, too. It's like what? You guys have all been in prison. Yeah, OK, way to go. That's an interesting campaign stance. I mean, it's a little bit different than the Kennedy Nixon debate. Exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, but uh, I mean, we, we live under uh, illusion at, at this point in the United States of America. And uh, what I wanted to address what was, I mean, this whole thing, this messy mania is starting to become overwhelmingly disturbing, is it not? Uh, I mean, if you put Aaron Judge and gave him uh, 600 at-bats against double-A pitching for the entire season, in other words, whenever Aaron Judge came to the plate, you had to remove the guy that you had in a ball game that was of major league caliber and put a double A pitcher on the mound. Uh, somebody that was in his rookie season that still hadn't been able to uh, figure out if he needed to shave or not. And uh, I mean, what is going to happen? Judge is going to shine. Is he not? He, oh. he would be shining anyway. He's yes. at the top of his game. Yep. Uh, in all likelihood, he's going to have another big season after uh, kind of a so-so year uh, last year, which the Yankees have uh, uh, vowed to avenge, avenge with, with literally with a vengeance, right? They already have uh, designs on the World Series uh, in the uh, New York Post today because Juan Soto hit a home run in an exhibition game. There you go. It's like, there it is. We got the championship. I mean, yeah. uh, no, Cashman, you don't need to make any more moves. That's it. We, we've got the team now. Uh, they like to believe in this uh, illusion. And, and and this is what's happening with the people. Uh, soccer fans are scary to begin with, Luby. Are you on board with that, or do you want to temper your comments because you don't want to come off as some kind of anti-soccer asshole when, when the game is uh, somehow gaining in popularity because of Messi being in the United States playing against a bunch of amateurs? What the fuck is this? <laughs> soccer. Since when do we applaud it. that? When a guy goes backwards. Where, where you have a chance to play in the big game, but you opt to go to the court where the father is playing with his, uh, you know, without uh, you know a good way of saying this, where, you know, he's playing with it's like his mentally challenged son. And, and you decide to go into that game instead of the game that has like Dr. J in it as a young high school player. But what is that all about? It's about the path of least resistance. 
Now, I know Messi's making money. He seems to be a truly honorable individual. Although, didn't they bring him up on some kind of charges, uh, no. tax evasion or something? Something happened, but I think he got off. I think that I don't think of that course he got off. He's messy. Exactly. And, uh, we we have come to know, uh, you know, through various uh, sources uh, that uh, he's just a down to earth, yeah. regular guy that that is really enjoying the fact that nobody in America knows enough about soccer to exactly. even recognize him <laughs> when he's out and about around town here in Miami, where we have like a heavy duty soccer interest. Yeah, Yeah. But we had none before Messi got here and started playing in the amateurs. Mm. Now, they're making a big deal about it. Uh, in fact, uh, the headline was Miami remains unbeaten in MLS campaign. Well, they, they loaded it games, up. Ruby. Oh, okay. Well, it's two games. They also loaded up. They got, I think, Suarez, another aging former elite player. I think they got another dude. <laughs> they're it's doing... just the geezers at Caesars all over again. Well, and they're playing again. They're playing like the, what do people say, the eighth or ninth tier when it comes to professional soccer, yeah. they're arguing that it wasn't even a top 10 league in all of soccer. <laughs> Messi may as well be playing for the Washington Generals or against them, uh, you know, every night. It's not far from uh, it. it. It's insane to be uh, at this level. Yeah, You're looking for red clots to come out of the uh, exactly. uh, runway there and be coaching the opposition. So uh, they're making a big deal about this. He scored a goal in a game against the L.A. Galaxy, who were supposed to be this monster team. I don't know anything about the L.A. Galaxy, do you? I mean, years I ago, like Donald Trump right now. I don't know anything about that, but uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. Beckham. Uh, but Maybe. it just seems, does it not seem misguided, Luby? Am I wrong about this? Am I, am I harping on this too much? This whole messy mania is based on a fraud, on the fact that this guy is now playing in the minor leagues at 40 years old. And yeah, naturally, he's going to shine. He was one of the great players of all time. Yes. It's not like an aging Pele coming to the uh, NASL. Yes. When uh, he did. And uh, I don't know. Did he do anything of any great significance? No, but he was Pele. He was out there. Everybody was coming. Hey, Pele, you're great. Yeah, like it would be Messi doing this like five years from now. Messi still, yeah. he might not be in his prime, uh, but he still was in the discussion for best player in the world. Like that's, it's, it's, and it's not even like Jordan going to the Wizards. Like it's, it's like you said, it's like LeBron now going to either, maybe not the G League. But like one of the better leagues up in playing Europe. in Turkey. Yeah, yeah, one of the better leagues in Europe that when they play American teams, they get annihilated. Like that's exactly. what this is. Because MLS, it is a professional league. You do get some players that are pros. But when they play the <laughs> the real teams, it's just stupid. And that's what They don't have enough is. good players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and they have like 300 teams in the league. Yeah, they have a real league now. Yeah, and it's like 28 It's amazing, or 30 teams. yeah. <laughs> there isn't a single city in America that isn't disgraced that they don't have an MLS team. <laughs> Which Miami, trust me, people, we live here. Miami, the city of Miami didn't even know there was such a sport as soccer before Messi signed with this Inter-Miami FC. At least down CF. here. I mean, people probably yeah. watch like... Europe stuff and World Cup, but people don't weren't watching MLS. Nobody went to these games. <laughs> Anyone watching MLS? Worst but job I, in all of sports was being a scalper <laughs> at a uh, Miami CF game. Inter Miami CF. Nobody even knows the name of the team yeah, in town. Don't. Not even the owners can't even say. It, right? <laughs> they said it wrong. <laughs> Club so why are people so uh, you know wrapped up in this whole messy mania thing? Like uh, every move that he makes out there in this minor league event. Is where they, I mean, it's almost as if he's playing in charity games. Yeah, I, I did it last year. That when it first came, I watched some. We got the thing at the end of the year. I'm, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I've moved on. It's insane. <laughs> it really is. This would be like the Uncers uh, going and uh, you know uh, playing bumper cars with a bunch of little exactly. Kids. 
they go they, they, they go on the streets and they try and do drag racing. It's like, dude. This is the big deal, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I can't believe we're going to let that fly as an addition of the morning briefing, just crying again about Messi. But uh, no, it, it's one of those phenomena. It's just like this whole Donald Trump thing. I mean, well, what is it that people are missing here? It's what, a wonderful what, what question. What policy does this guy have that makes you think, oh, you know what? We got to have that guy in office. He doesn't what have an intelligent, well-thinking, well-grounded uh, you know, human being. <laughs> he doesn't do policies at all. He doesn't have them. He doesn't Nothing. even talk no, about no them. Policies. No, no, it's not it's about great. policies. What has this country become between messy mania, the Republican Party, and uh, the whole idea that the Yankees are going to win the World Series? I, I mean, it, it literally is. It's a freaking mess. Love the fact that Rick Pitino brought out the Travolta suit yesterday. <laughs> Desperate need for St. John's to uh, beat a ranked team. They beat Creighton who were the conquerors of the University of Connecticut uh, just last week, shook up the world, the basketball world, and so it's wide open once again. Turn to your cleaning lady if you want tips about how to fill out your brackets once March Madness rolls around. And um, a lot of other uh, interesting stuff. Uh, the Rangers' 10-game winning streak snapped. Uh, what's going on there, Luby, at the top of the NHL in the East? You have the Rangers are now number one, I believe, by a point. The Bruins and the uh, Panthers are right in there behind them. The Florida Panthers uh, don't sleep on the Panthers. Well, would that be a fair thing to say at this stage of the season? I mean, they're this is a rarity, though. They've been good all year record. where you don't usually see that. So we're, we're normally talking about mathematical elimination long before we get to March. But when it comes to uh, our local hockey team, uh, they made it all the way to the finals last year, showed a lot of spunk, made some changes. I, I'm uh, beginning to think that this Bill Zito guy, who is the general manager of the Panthers, might be worthy of consideration as one of the top executives in, in all of sports. He's great. Is that a fair statement? What do you mean? He over he gets rid of a, a core piece because he's coming up on a contract, and he's like, I don't know if that guy's worth a contract. It, they, they struggle all year, but wake up right at the right time, go on a ridiculous a historical run throughout the, the Eastern Conference playoffs through a murderer's row. I mean, they, everyone they played was a team that was – Great had team. a chance to win the cup. <laughs> like every team was yeah. one of the favorites to win the cup. They did it pretty soundly after the first round. Um, get thwarted in the Stanley Cup Finals, but that's you know it was no slouch. I mean that was a rough goal. I mean against a really good team, teams, and uh, half their team uh, you know needed surgery. Exactly uh, before the series, and then they go and make moves in the offseason. Usually, be like they yeah. really want to make moves. They did major overhaul. Their defense was a major issue. He went right after defense. And they have now ascended to be in the discussion as one of the best teams in all the sport. They're top three, and they've been top three or four. They're two points out of the best rec best point total in all of the sport. They're one point out on the Eastern Conference. I mean, Zito's really freaking good, and and he everything he's done. I don't know if it all turns to gold, but none of it turns to shit. Like everything he's done has been calculated and it's made perfect sense, and it's worked. It takes balls to overhaul a team that went to yeah, the Stanley yes. Cup Finals last year and, yes. and make a, a lot of changes, uh, some of which were significant, and then finding a bunch of guys uh, that are relatively nondescript, and they all seem to come in and, and fill their role perfectly. Uh, very good job. This is a guy to watch, Luby. Even though oh, no, right he's great. Town and is largely overlooked. All right, we have to run. Uh, a lot of fun being with you. A uh, great way to start out the week uh, with you here. For uh, Mike Luby Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. I hope everybody has a great week. We've been having just absolutely splendid, as they say. Well, yeah, the weather's here fantastic. Here in South Florida, this is the place to be. All of the uh, local tourist uh, locations were jamming. Yep, yep. Went by a couple of areas We're finally last in night, season. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> it took four months. <laughs> Massive numbers of people out there on the streets. So uh, flock to Florida, and uh, we'll uh, bring you some sunshine tomorrow in the next edition. From the newly renovated sports bar to the beautiful bayside views captured at the Tiki Bar, Jimmy Johnson's Big Chill has it all. 
Located at mile marker 104, the Big Chill also offers waterfront dining while experiencing breathtaking sunset views of the Florida Keys. It's simply the hottest spot in the Keys to cool off. That's Jimmy Johnson's Big Chill at mile marker 104 in Key Largo. For more information, call today at 305-453-9066. These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in Plantation because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup, all you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously, friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.